take a few minutes and welcome to the Seminar 22 commentary. This is in two parts, and I am doing part one two days later with the one, the only, Jovian Lab. Hello. <laughs> and we're going to be talking about his fantastic show on the front end of Seminar 22. On the back end, I talked to Mike Winters, but we're going to talk to Jovian, and he's going to yell at me for ruining his entire show in five minutes or less. <laughs> well, actually, I, we uh, talked a little bit before recording this, and I wasn't going to tell you I was going to yell at you. But <laughs> No, I, actually, I wanted to start out by thanking you for the work on, uh, I think it was episode 18 with Casey, Where Are You? Because that was actually my first script with Seminar. So. Yeah, that was your first, that, yeah, Casey, Where Are You? was your first script. So I've actually done both of your shows on Seminar. Yeah, well, that was your first one, wasn't it? It was the uh, second one. Second it was the one? second one with Seminar. Yeah, because I remember thinking, crap, I wanted Kat to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go, folks. This show's going downhill. No, uh, I, I actually, I was extremely happy. Like, uh, I had been doing first-come, first-serves and, and casted roles and stuff with Seminar for like four months leading up to that. And that one I purposely did not try out for. I didn't want any part of it. I just wanted to sit back and listen to it because it was basically my first uh, published or produced work at all with uh, pending as far as writing, so I just wanted to sit back and enjoy, and you guys did a great job. I mean, it was it was amazing. Well, it was a lot of fun to put that one together, as it was with this one, which is um, The Crossing. Um, there goes my passing car, as I do a lead-in, basically. Uh, I do a floating rotational lead-in on this one, but Casey Rari was a lot of fun to do, because, and the weird part was, with that one, I had the music picked out before I actually started putting the show together. Which was, was awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I had the show I had the show picked out before I had the music picked out for Casey Where Are You before I started putting the show together. It's the, one of the it's one of the only shows that I did that with. I was gonna say, I mean everything down to I mean the music, the sound effects, but the, the biggest thing for me was just the casting because I was really nervous to how those voices are gonna work out because I mean, I don't know if it's actually been spoken or said what Casey Where Are You was actually relating to but, I mean, the voices were just nailed. I mean, the cast was perfect. And I know, I don't want to keep talking about that because we're talking about a whole different episode, but I did want to thank you guys for that because I know it came up again, I believe, in TWIP. There were some uh, outtakes from from that episode, and I thought, man, it just keeps coming back. This is great. Yes, yes, so I it, saved those. Those were some fun ones to edit the language out of. Because <laughs> <laughs> the true characters would never say anything like that. Oh, no, no, never, never, no. But this one takes you a totally different way, and I, I, I played a lot with this one, even by sitting there and asking you as doing the driver in this one for a line zero, something that wasn't in your script. Yeah, the guy who opens this this, uh, this up was great. I don't know where you found this guy, but his voice is just, it's exactly like right out of my head. I, he, he was on the bread line. He was on the bread line. You got to give him more parts. But I, I asked him. I asked you. For, and the funny thing is, in this script and in Casey, where are you? Scotty V is in both of those. Yeah, he's like my new favorite actor in Pennant. Like, I, I've always like. I still think Pete's my absolute favorite, Pete Myland. But uh, Scotty, just especially with the stuff he's been doing in Twip, with getting Martian Manhunter started and everything, he's just. He's amazing. I mean, look out. Tell Bill and uh, Bill to look out, man. He's coming up quick. I'll tell you now, he's pretty much insane. I've come down to the belief because he did two characters in this one. He did uh, Don and Blitz. Mm -hmm. And the Blitz lines towards the end started getting mildly insane. 
he actually does an improv in this that wasn't part of the script that I put in because it was just so good. And it comes that, near the end. Yeah, that, I was going to say, that that was one of the things when I was listening to what you put together. The ending was just... <laughs> I, I wish I had written that because it was it was perfect. It was, I started to cry. I was like, no way. <laughs> I know. He, he just threw in some fantastic improv moments that it was like... I, I was sitting there going, okay, that's it. I'm, I'm putting this in because... It can't get any funnier than this. Yeah, you just kind of sit back and just let it take care of itself. I mean, and, it was... <laughs> and I've come to find with, with doing seminar episodes that sometimes I get that. I get an actor who, I mean, I tell all of them that they can, if they feel the moment to improv, they can go ahead and, and put something in there, and I'll see if it fits. And the issue comes down to whether or not, it, I, I get some people who have just that great timing. Scotty V has great timing. So we got to ask you, where did this script come from, considering you, your last one was a parody of... Of course, Scooby-Doo. And, oh, uh, you ruined it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> There's still people out there trying to figure it out. If they haven't figured it out by now, they're in trouble. Uh. <laughs> well, there's a lot of, uh, and, and even in that one with Casey, where are you? There's a lot of personal reference. Like Casey was actually my dog growing up. Oh. And uh, the Hatcher house where the, the incident all takes place was actually uh, my grandparents' last name is Hatcher. And I just lost my grandfather earlier this year. So it was kind of sort of my tribute to him, even though it was sort of done in like a cartoon audio drama style. It was, you know, you do what you can. And uh, with this one, like I kind of, I started thinking of how we needed scripts so badly for seminar earlier in the year. And I was thinking, man, right now I have an opportunity, if Jeffrey approves it, to get it out right at Christmas time. So it'd be kind of cool to write something that would be, you know, applicable to the time that it's coming out. So... I don't know, that and, and having a chance to write something where people start going, Rudy, Rudy, Rudy. I mean, it, there's just so many thrills that, in the things that I put in here. And I, and I always wanted to write a story where, uh, like how this one starts out with basically the end of the, of the skit at the beginning. And then you got to figure out, what the heck just happened? <laughs> you know, like, okay, this dude just got into an accident and and, and now some son's talking to his mother about... You know, was he talking about driving for the first time? I mean, you, you don't really, you know, like we were talking before we started this recording with Law and Order and stuff like that. I mean, it just, I don't know. I've always wanted a chance to see if I could actually do it and make it work. And, it, and I don't know, it seemed to work out pretty well. Yeah, well, it's usually like that. That You open with the ending, which is letting everybody know pretty much where it's going to end. Mm-hmm. As opposed to, to starting the story. And then we're, we're, we're flashbacking to the, to the past to go ahead and, and tell our story. And most of the time that's done like in, in suicide or in, in cases of, you know, ex- extreme, like the planet's dying type things. They start at like the end and then they go back 36 hours previously, you know. Um, other than going that far back in this one, we're going back like 12 hours, I think, at the most. But uh, <laughs> it was hard to go back in time in my little TARDIS. It's only about an inch high, so... It, but you, it sounds great. I mean, <laughs> I, I know, like, listening to it, like, basically for me, the transition when you went back to the, well, I guess the ending was still at the end, but when you went back to when you went back to the beginning, which was originally the end, that still remains the end, but we didn't get there until the beginning, uh, when, you, when it basically all came together, like, the crash was so loud. Like, I remember listening to it, and all of a sudden, I got freaked out, and I wrote it. I was like... I know there's a crash here. I'm reading it as I'm listening to it. There's a crash here. But just the sound, the whole impact, I mean, you couldn't have picked a better sound than that. Because yeah, it was just like, 
Oh my God! What the, happened? The hard part's always picking out stuff like that because you, you want to make it with a hit, but I didn't want to overdo it. And then I'm bringing in background music as opposed to what I had in there before, which was um, a lot of the all the other pendant original shows basically make an appearance in this one. Um, <laughs> yeah, which that, was, I love that. By the which way, which was my huge joke. I just picked my favorite scene from the other ones, and I was I was tempted to self-reference seminar. By putting like Casey, where are you in there? Also, but I decided not to. Oh, I wish you did. <laughs> I Especially because I didn't know when you asked me to do the line zero, I didn't know what to say. So, like, what you made me say after certain shows, like Kingery, I'm in, and you're like, <laughs> and I think I said something like, uh, what was it? I, Who would listen to this crap? Yeah, like yeah. And I was like, holy cow! I didn't know he was gonna do that. It was like I know it was great because that's what I wanted. Though I didn't want you to know what I was gonna do. I wanted you just to come off with with random stuff, and it was fantastic because you gave me just the right stuff to play with. <laughs> yeah, so, so just as a reference point, Jeffrey, I did not write that. I didn't <laughs> tell him to do that. I didn't even write line zero. I spoke it, but I didn't write it. That was I, my idea. I blame Jovian Lab because uh, you know. I can, and I can edit this file to say whatever I want. <laughs> I inspire the best in people. <laughs> but I, I, I loved it, because I was listening to it, and I was thinking, okay, it was like a month ago, when I, or two months ago, when I recorded Line Zero. I remember recording it, but he never told me why I was doing this. And then when, when you, the stuff came in over the radio, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and I started laughing because I was like, oh, no, I know what the next one's going to be. And the next one, I don't know which show, but I know it's going to be a pendant thing. And, and it was it was hilarious. And, and it especially takes you away from where I'm going to end up going with the story, too. It ke- keeps your mind off. All of a sudden, bam, there's this car crash. I mean, it was just sort of lighthearted and, and bouncy. So that yeah. was cool. Well, I want to thank you for joining me, Jovi Lab, for this, the first half of 22's commentary. Yeah, my commentary debut with Pendant. Thanks, yeah. man. Well, I hope to have you back again really soon. And now, on to me and Mike Winters. Welcome to part two of the uh, Seminar 22 commentary. With me right now, the fascinating, fantastic Mike Winters. Hey, what's up? Uh, sorry about the distortion. I'm doing this over the phone, so whatever. Yeah. I'm not happy with you, Mike. Now, so <laughs> nobody's ever happy with me. Jeffrey doesn't like me much, but you. But in this one, you gave us a fantastic little Christmas story—a step away from what we know you for mostly, which is Detective Mac. Yeah, I know. I thought I, you know, gave a little bit of a drama. Goodness, and you did a fantastic one. Thank you very much, Good Tracy. Yes, yeah, she did. She did some great lines in this. Mm-hmm. Just some beautiful takes. And the weird part for me was starting this up was doing this opening because I was so confused in how to bring this in so casually. Yeah, I didn't want to overload the show. You know, mm-hmm. it's my first try at a drama. So, um... hello. Oh, hi, Carol. Hello. So, so where did this yeah, come from in your head? Things. Were you watching, like, a Christmas story or something? And um, I thought I it might be a little bit different take on, uh, you know, uh, Christmas Carol. Something that's a little bit different. Okay, so, I'll just pick it up within the next you know. So you give it a, str- a strong, different angle, basically. Yeah, yeah. And, and you gave it a, a, a neat... A, this is a neat little twist in this one. Yeah. Um, 
and it was just it, it like, like I say the script was the lines flew together so well that it was just so much fun to put together. Thank you much. Thank you. Merry Christmas. And I, <laughs> I tend to do that. I, I just talk along with the show too badly. Um, so, so and, and now, as writing a Christmas show, now, I don't know, did you write this one recently and send it in, or was this the one that had been sitting there a while? Um, this has been there for a little while. I wrote this in January, and I was still in the Christmas spirit, and I thought, you know, there hasn't been a Christmas story in seminars, but I thought I'd write one. I'm right So, here it is. And it was perfect timing, and uh, apparently the first one that's on this, which everybody just heard already previously with Jovian Lab, um, was uh, was the uh, one that had just come in. Literally, they, it came in like when this script was going out. Uh, so, but, yeah. We must have the same thing. His is a little bit more bizarre, and I will say now that I did ask Kat to put this one on the end of the show. Um, after reading both of the scripts, because I wanted a, a more sentimental piece on the back end. Oh, since, since it was a Christmas show, you know, and jo- Jovian's is a little bit of an oddity. <laughs> since you haven't heard that one, I won't tell you. Since for the, for, for the, for the poor people who are going to listen to this file, this is actually being done in two parts, quite literally. Because the show wasn't completed when I gave it out to him. It is now done, actually. It's already been submitted. Um, but so the, this is actually done in two parts. I'm, uh, I'm recording with Jovian Lab, actually after this one. But you'll hear this one second in the commentary. It's really kind of funny that way. It's the magic of internet. <laughs> internet is a magical place, and this, of course, your last show is the instructor. So you had a whole year. Of, <laughs> well, I was going to have to mention it sooner or later. So, but did you? Did you enjoy your time as instructor? No, I, I loved it. No, it was no, my first like major role, and um, I loved every minute of it. I, I found it quite interesting because um, the part of the instructor for season two, I put myself into a lot of myself into it. So the instructor is basically me. I actually do jump out in weird accents or weird voices from time to time. So, so it was a fit. Yes. I'm pretty he always gave such you yeah. gave such great takes. I will tell you now when I, I did the commentary on Twenty One with Christy Plotkin, who wrote both of those shows, and I, I let her listen to the trailer of it um, after we did the commentary, and she said that your laugh in the trailer for Twenty One was you got the creepy just so right. Oh yeah, <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm like, that's just Mike Winters. He always, he, he reads these lines, and then, boom, he can just hit the mark and hit the character dead on. And I, I never have to do anything. I never have to say anything back for a retake. I could just grab it, throw it in, it's done. Which has always been what's so fantastic about having you as the instructor. Why didn't you keep me? Because you only get 12 months. Then we, then we have to upgrade the operating system. There are only ten months of the happy-go-lucky instructor. Yeah, you got two months of uh, evil, evil Proctor. Yeah. The big guy. So, out of out of this whole season that you just had a part of, which show was your favorite? Well, the one with Detective Mac. Come on. What? 
<laughs> well, I'm giving you the chance to, like, you know, pimp somebody else, but uh, we knew that wasn't going to happen. Yeah, you know, we better talk about this up We're getting way off base over here. Well, I talk about everything in this. I mean, because especially with you, there's a lot more to talk about than even just the episode. But the episode was longer. Well, the episode isn't that bad. I mean, it's 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 a perfect piece from beginning to end. It has a a complete connection and flow. And one thing I do in here is I I change the music up. And when we move into Silent Night, I mean, and the music is done in the show specifically to accentuate certain scenes. I started out with um, I know. You didn't come Hark the Herald, I think it was. I forget what That's it is now. And so you can let me But go. I started out with that one to bring in an upbeat chorus, and then I go into Silent Night once they're really into a conversation. Talking during the down portion of it, you know, where she's like, I don't want you, I, I want you to stay like they're doing right now, basically, in our ears. Um with your mother saving you and this and that. And then I, I move out of Christmas music and into just a love theme, basically, as it comes around to the conversation between the two of them about her losing her, her laughter and stuff like that. And then it's a nice little moment, too, because there's a good little pause built in there. By the way, both nominate Detective Mac for the Peggy little James Blood. So, well, this will like this will come out after that, though. Okay, vote, vote Detective Mac. <laughs> vote it again in next year's Pendies. Yes, indeed. Yes, because there will because th- there will be another one, right? Well, no, I'm not sure actually. Oh come on, you're, you're hurting our feelings. I don't have the energy to do part six. I might do a spinoff. So, I might do Uh oh. Uh oh, he's turning into NBC, everybody. Watch out. You don't need to be sad for me. I'm not <laughs> It's going to be Joey all over again. No, honey. It's going to be Frazier. Here we go. Gosh, how you doing? How <laughs> you doing? Oh, man. See, this is, this is what happens. My brain works differently than everybody else's. I so I go off topic a lot, but this is the app I didn't take. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We're still all gonna pay for that one, you know oh that, don't you? Gosh, I can't believe I said that. <laughs> I loved you. Ah, <laughs> uh, David Alt will never talk to me ever again after what I did in that little uh, twip. You have to go listen to Twip 100 for those of you that listen to this and not twip. And there's my musical transfer to the next morning. I went to <laughs> Tiny Tim, Tiny Tim. Day, what boy? What day is this? Sorry, wrong, wrong story. Christmas <laughs> day. We're doing a Christmas carol on the commentary. Uh, this Charles Dickens, please do not hunt me down and kill me. Uh, and then boom, right into the big boom there. For yeah. God rest you, God rest you, merry gentlemen, which I closed with on purpose. Yes. Um, because it, it's a fantastic moment where she's saying, finally saying goodbye. And. Oh, squeaky, squeaky, squeaky. <laughs> yeah. Oh. You on meth. <laughs> <laughs> and here he goes saying goodbye, everybody. Because yeah. I will not be here anymore. Yeah. I'm afraid. <laughs> 
hope you have a reunion show sometime. Come on. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have the we're gonna have the uh, it's gonna be season five. It's gonna have all the instructors come back, and the students will get to throw rocks at them. <laughs> That always sounds different. Yeah. Well, I thank you for joining me. Well, thank you very much. We didn't talk about the show at all, which is kind of weird. But, uh, thank well, you for joining me. <laughs> I talk about a lot of things. You should listen to the commentaries between me and Cap. We don't even talk about seminar. We talk about everything else. <laughs> well, you guys, I can't be surprised about that. Definitely. Definitely. But uh, I thank you for joining me on this, Mike. And uh, I also thank Jovian because he'll be joining me on the front half of this. Uh, we're going to let Mike end the commentary. What do you want to say to end the commentary? Merry Christmas, everybody. And vote for Detective Mac. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.